What is up, everybody? Happy Monday. It is the last week of the regular season, and we have a lot to talk about. There is still a lot going on. The AL West is a hot mess. Rangers, Mariners, Astros, we're going to cover them all. We're going to talk about the NL wildcard race and the chaos that is taking place there. We're going to talk about the Atlanta Braves and an injury that uh, might hurt them as we head towards the playoffs. It's Monday. We have Team of the Week, Player of the Week, Power Rankings. We got a lot, so let's get to it. Happy Monday, my friends. I hope everybody had a great weekend. I am joined by Alex Curry. Alex, good weekend? Oh, I had like peak happiness weekend. Whoa. Yeah, two of my favorite things I just got to do all weekend. Sports all day and then music at night. I went to, I've gone to a show every night since Thursday. So it has just been so exciting. And then Sunday, the world got a combined of like both the favorites. We had Taylor Swift in Kansas City watching Travis Kelsey. And I usually don't care at all about celebrity couples, but I love, I love this. And broke out the sequence again for T Swift being back in the wow, sports world. You're wearing I know. that because of Taylor Swift yep. at a football game. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Did you have a good weekend? I did have a good weekend. Uh, a lot of sports. Yeah. A lot of football. Good weekend. No golf. Been a while since I've golfed. Whoa. Uh, Wednesday. That's Is everything not true. okay? That's not true. Golfed Wednesday. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, good you're weekend. Fine. Great weekend. A lot of good baseball going on. The uh, the big series was uh, Mariners Rangers. That was the biggest series of the year. We're gonna we're gonna break all of that down um, tonight. Tonight Alex, is even get, bigger though. Uh, the Astros and Mariners are mm-hmm. facing off. Both teams heading in the wrong direction. Both got both swept this weekend. And Je- both got swept. Mm-hmm. Both teams in jeopardy of missing out on the playoffs. The Astros are currently right there in, and the Mariners yeah. are currently right there out. Obviously, this series will go a long, long way to determining the outcome. And it starts tonight with Justin on the mound against Luis Castillo and what is just a remarkable uh, pitcher's duel. We'll, we'll, How are we we'll feeling about this right now? I just don't feel good about the Astros. I, it's, it's, we're going to talk a lot about it, but mm-hmm. I just, they're not a fun watch. No. Um, I, you know, I'm not, it's a really big game. Biggest game of the year. I, I think this series will determine which one of these teams gets the wild card spot and which one is unfortunately going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. I, I don't agree nor disagree because it's one of the overreactions we'll talk about uh, in a little while. Okay, so let's I'm get not to tipping it. my hand. Okay, but let's start. Let's get right to it because as you mentioned, this AL West race is just an absolute hot mess. But our first overreaction, the Rangers will win the AL West. The Rangers are going to win the AL West. I do believe it happens. They've put themselves in the driver's seat to get mm-hmm. there for the for the first time in a while. Uh, they were obviously in the majority driver's of the seat, season, the strong majority of the season, and then they went on a quite slump. the downward spiral. And uh, thanks to their sweep of the Mariners and the Astros playing terrible baseball over the last couple of weeks, they're looking good, sitting pretty there at the top of the AL West, two and a half games 
ahead of, of the Astros who are in second place. The Mariners are three games behind. So Mariners and Astros are just separated by a half game right now. Look, the Rangers hit. They just yeah. hit. And they're not going to be a fun team to play in October. They are going to make the playoffs. I do think they are going to win the AOS now. And uh, yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be a fun stretch run for sure, but I think they can get it done. There is obviously still that really big series against the the Mariners to end the season. Yeah, this weekend. So uh, they have the Angels, uh huh, and then the Mariners. The Mariners. Again. So you know, like they should do to the Angels what the Astros weren't able to do to the Royals. Oof, yeah, and that's you know, I I think if you win two of three against the Angels, you're dissatisfied. And that's how the Astros should have felt. If they won two of three against the Royals, they should not have been pleased. They needed to sweep them and they got swept, obviously. And uh, I think the Rangers need to sweep. And if they can sweep the Angels, who are not anywhere close to uh, the full strength that we saw them uh, at one point this year, honestly, not even for that long. The Angels are a shell of what they could have possibly been had injuries and everything not taken place. Uh, They need to sweep them. But I think they, I think they take care of business, and I ultimately think that the Rangers are now going to win the AL West. Which, if you're winning the AL West, you go from on the cusp of a wild card seed or AL West winning it gets you a buy in the first round and the number two seed. So uh, winning that division is going to be huge. It's we kind of talked about this um, when you slump because every team's going to go through different slumps throughout the season. The Rangers, it was sketchy there for a bit because as you mentioned, they controlled the AOS a majority of the season had a really tough stretch and then turned it around just in the nick of time. They went 11 and four their last 15 games. And that's what you need to do at this point in the season to not only get into the playoffs, but now jump the Astros and take over the AOS. But let's stay in the AOS here for our next overreaction. The Mariners playoff hopes are slipping away. The Mariners Worst case scenario came true over this past weekend. Uh, It was the biggest series of the year. As I mentioned, Uh, all hands on deck. This was the, it was the beginning of the playoffs for the Mariners and the Rangers this weekend in that series. And they just crumbled and fell apart. And it wasn't a badly, a poorly played series. They were all really good games, but they didn't win a single one and they got swept by the Rangers. And that was worst case scenario. And now you're on the outside looking in. Now you still control your own destiny because Mm -hmm. you play everybody that you need to play. If you're the Mariners, you still play the Astros. You still play the Rangers again. They could win the division. You know, if they sweep the the Rangers at at home, the last series of the year, they could win the AL West. But absolutely, their playoff hopes slipped further and further away after that weekend series against the Rangers and uh, not not good. It's just crazy after having the incredible... August, really since the all-star break that they had, they went on an incredible run to a complete, like the worst time to have a slump in the month of September. They've only won two series this month. It's just, it's brutal. It's unfortunate because it really looked like they were trending in the right direction. But uh, yeah, not only the Mariners, but uh, our next overreaction also kind of slumping at the wrong time. The Astros blow a golden opportunity against the Royals. I know deep the, breath. <laughs> the current play of the Astros um, is embarrassing and unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And there's really no way a- a- around that. It It's 
downright embarrassing. You get swept by the Kansas City Royals in the biggest series of the year in a series that can really put a stamp on what you, you know, like getting to where you need to be and winning the division. And they've now lost nine of their last 12 games. They've lost four straight series against the A's and the Royals twice. Oh, that's bad. One of those series was against the the Orioles. Very good baseball team and probably going to be the, the one seed if they hold on in the AL East. But four straight series, one against the A's and two of those were against the Royals. And you get swept in the biggest series. It's unacceptable. It really is. It is frustrating to watch. It is frustrating to watch them as, a, as someone that hopes they get into the playoffs so my brother can play in, in October baseball again to watch them night in and night out. It, it, it's unacceptable. I mean, they're, they're clearly, they are a better team than everybody they're losing to. And these are the biggest games of the year. And it's just all crumbling apart for whatever reason. Well, you know, some nights it's pitching. A lot of these nights lately, it's been pitching. Um, you look up at the beginning of the game. If, if you miss the first 10 minutes, you look up and it feels like the Astros have been down three, nothing. Three nothing Royals in the first inning. And then all of a sudden you're trying to dig your way back out of a hole. Of course they blew a golden opportunity, but they're blowing the division and they're watching their playoff hopes dwindle away at this point. If they keep playing like this for the rest of the season, the Houston Astros are going to miss the playoffs. And with that roster and and those players and and um, their experience, unacceptable and embarrassing. Well, let's stick with the Astros in the series that starts today for our next overreaction. The losers of the Astros Mariners series will miss the playoffs. I do think that the loser of this series, Mm -hmm. whoever loses this series, I think is going to miss the playoffs. Mm. You currently have the Astros and the three, the they're in that final spot. And then the Mariners are just a half game behind them. So if the Mariners win the series, then they're going to be in the playoffs and the Astros are going to be on the outside looking in. And then the Astros play a really good D-backs team to finish out the year that's going to be fighting for yeah. their lives and their playoff hopes. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I, I don't see, I, I really do think one of these two teams is going to get in, mm-hmm. either the Astros or the Mariners. The Mariners have had their number all year long, which is a role reversal from what we've seen in the past. And uh, a big reason why the Astros are here right now and and you know, clinging on to their last hopes is because of how well the Mariners have played against them this year. Yeah. And now you start this series. And I know I I've said this about another series, but now at this point, every series you play becomes the biggest series of the year. This is absolutely the biggest series of the year for the Houston Astros and the Seattle Mariners. And, um, yeah, I think whoever loses it is going to miss the playoffs. All right, well, let's move to the national league. The Braves are vulnerable without Charlie Morton. I do believe the Mariners Mm -hmm. or I do believe the Braves are vulnerable in the playoffs or at least in the NLDS without Charlie Morton. And that's the, the word on the street is that he's going to be missing time probably through the, the NLDS. And I think they're vulnerable if they're playing the Phillies. Okay. I think the Phillies can beat anybody in the playoffs. Yeah. Would I pick the Braves? Absolutely. The Braves are the best team in baseball. Um, but Without Charlie Morton, big game pitcher, big playoff pitcher, that's a big loss. 
and they're not going to have him in the DS. This is what uh, Brian Snicker had to say about it. He said he's going to miss the division series, and hopefully we can advance and have him ready for the NLCS. Big blow. That does hurt them. Their pitching is good. They'll be. I, I think they're going to be okay. They still have really good pitchers, but against that dominant, dominant Phillies offense, mm-hmm. uh, I think they're most vulnerable in that NLDS if it's against the Phillies, and I absolutely think they could win that series. Um, but the Braves are so good. They're so good They're top so to bottom. Good. If anybody's built to lose a pitcher right before the playoffs, the Braves will, the Braves will be fine. They can outslug you. They can out pitch you and, uh, we'll see, but definitely makes them vulnerable. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move to the next big race. The NL wildcard is still too close to call. I'm loving this mm-hmm. race, but it is starting to take a bit of shape. Um, I think the D backs are going to get in. Yep. The Cubbies are right there in the third and final spot with the Marlins one game back of them and the Reds two and a half back. So I'm starting to, in my head, think Reds are probably out. Mm -hmm. Marlins have the more favorable schedule though. So I think, I think there's one spot left. I think it's going to be Phillies D backs. So Chicago or Miami. No, the D-backs will have to face the Astros in that last series of the year, and they're both, both going to be playing for a playoff yeah, spot. Yeah, fighting for their lives. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, very much so still yeah. too close to call. But the Marlins, uh, with the much more favorable schedule, the Cubs still have to play the Braves and the Brewers, who they have really struggled against this year. So, uh, man, I mean, yeah. you'd rather be the Cubs right now sitting in a playoff spot? But if you're the Marlins, you feel really good about yourselves with that remaining schedule and uh, just being one game back right now. But this race, the Phillies are the Phillies are in. Yes, the Phillies are going to end up with the number one wild card seed, so the number four seed in the playoffs. D-backs are in second, uh, just a half game within a uh, within a wild card spot. The Cubs are in third. And then the Marlins are just one game behind them. So yeah, another race. These are the two races, right? Yeah, the NL wild card you, race and the AOS. This is as a fan, a baseball fan, like this is what you hope for at the end of the season, right? Like meaningful, like down to the last game baseball. Yeah. This is epic. It. This is epic. We're going to get it in the AOS, the AL wild card and the NL wild card for mm-hmm. sure. This last week is it's all, all of those things will be decided here. Time for Mondays with mom. Ooh. What you got for us this week? Yes, it is. Let me pull it up. Mom was, mom was on one this time. It's long. Okay. It's long. First off, it has a lot to do with you, Alex. We were discussing last week, um, shopping and packing for the playoffs and how we go about that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I just packed two bombers and (laughs) a couple long sleeves shirts and I'm good to go. So mom said, let me know how the shopping goes with Alex. You're pretty stuck in your ways. (laughs) I'm the same way. When I wear something that I like, I wear it over and over. Uh, I.e., your two bomber jackets and numerous long sleeve button downs. Uh-huh. Some of your shirts, I think, are from high school oh or gosh, close no. to it. LOL. No. And then it goes on. Also, oh. tell Alex the packing struggle is real and I understand. For sure, it's not a real world problem and I'm not complaining. But when you're lucky enough to go on this journey, 
which we have been a few times, it's hard to wrap your head around the many different scenarios you could possibly encounter and need to pack for. I'm a heavy duty packer to begin with. Uh And then just think about not knowing where you could be going. You could possibly need shorts, a winter coat, (laughs) scarves, gloves, and even dress up clothes. If you go out for a nice dinner one night, crazy (laughs) with with a a K. K. She's crazy with a K, Uh, but good. I just hope we get to go this year. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause it, like we have no idea where we're going. We know we're going to be on the road for like three weeks, but nobody knows so many different weather, like possibilities. Yeah. I typically like you're fine. Jeans and a t-shirt. I know, and if it's I know cold the outside, four button downs the- that you own. I know the two bomber jackets that you own. I know the two pairs, three pairs of Nikes that you'll probably bring your that's black a, that's skinny a jeans. Plus from, you know, a couple of years ago, I had <laughs> like, one I pair. Know your whole Last year I had like two pairs. This year I just add <laughs> shoes to the equation. Every- Can we go shopping? Can I take you yeah, shopping? I told you right. I would like to. All right. Yeah. Mom, just throw me under the bus there. Very yep. stuck in my ways. You are. I am. For yeah, sure. that's okay. Yep. <gasps> team of the week. Yep. Is this the last team of the week before team of the month? Or is this mm. team of the year? Yeah. This is the last week before team of the year, I think. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Good point made by Alex. Absolutely right. Uh, team of the week Alex. time where we go around the field from catcher all the way through the field to DH starting pitcher closer. And it is the best from each position from the week that was in Major League Baseball. Starting behind the plate with Adley Rutschman. Yeah, Adley behind the plate for the Orioles and on my team of the week, 440, a homer, four RBIs, a 1224 OPS. Adley is uh, primed and ready for a playoff push for the O's. It's fun to say that. Uh, He's going to be, he's locked in right now. And when Adley's locked in, so are the O's. So Adley's behind the plate for me. All right, at first base, Christian Encarnacion Strand. Yes, CES. 368, three homers, seven RBIs, uh, 842 slugging percentage. I like this guy a lot. Uh, I liked him a lot when he was called up. I was hoping when Ellie got called up, they would call him up at the same time. Uh, I just felt like him and he had nothing left to prove in the minor leagues. Yeah. And he comes up, had a fairly good start, but, uh, you know, it wasn't jumping off the page of you. And now, these numbers he's putting up. I mean, he had like a, he was had, had over a thousand OPS season long in, in the That's minor crazy. leagues, like career OPS. Absolutely crazy. Uh, he's my first baseman. All right. Moving to second base, Ozzy Albies. Yeah. Ozzy got to the 30 homer mark. The Braves, just everybody in that everybody. lineup is going to finish the season. Everybody. With 30 plus homers. 464 on the week for Ozzy. Two homers, seven RBIs, five doubles, and a slugging percentage of 0.857. Ozzy is one of the, I think, I do think he gets a lot of credit, but I would still venture to say that he's probably the most underrated second baseman in the game of baseball. The guy's hitting over 30 homers in a year. He steals a bunch of bases. He's a switch hitter. Uh, I I just, I like him a lot. And I feel like if you look at his baseball reference page, you'll, you'll, you know, it's actually pretty, the beginning of his career, really good. And then he's just kind of derailed by injuries. And Mm. it just kind of like, put him off the map for a bit and people just kind of wrote him off. And then he was dealing with injuries when he did come back. But of the full seasons that Ozzy Albies has played, he's one of the best second basemen in the game of baseball. He's really, really good. And he's uh, on my team of the week this week. Third base, Cabrian Hayes. Yeah. Cabrian Hayes is one of the, if not the best defensive third baseman in the game. And he's been hitting it pretty well lately. 372 homers, three doubles and an OPS over a thousand on the week. 
for Kebrian Hayes. Give me a left side of the infield of Kebrian Hayes and O'Neill Cruz next year and let them stay healthy all year long because it's going to be fun. All right. Shortstop finally towards the end of the season started to pick up Xander Bogards. Yeah, Xander, uh, here it is. What Padres fans all (laughs) wanted. Team of the week in (laughs) September when they're out of the playoff race. 407 on the week, a homer, three RBIs, an OPS over 1,100 on the week. Uh, He had a good week. A lot of Padres had a really good week. They're playing their best baseball that they have pretty much all year long at this point. Uh, Just too little too late for for a very, very talented team. But yeah, Xander has uh, turned it around. All right, moving to the outfield. Now, remember, these are just three outfielders, not by position, starting with Nick Castellanos. Great week for Nick Castellanos. Uh, A lot of RBIs, a lot of homers, four homers and 11 RBIs on the week and an OPS of over 1,300. Bad 360 on the week and a great defensive play Mm -hmm. out in the outfield, saving a game for the Phillies in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, Nick, killing it this week. Yeah. First of three outfielders. Second, Aaron Judge. Yep, Judge as well. Uh, Judge is back and healthy and, mm-hmm. and hitting homers. He had three on the week, seven RBIs, 444 batting average, and OPS over 1,500 on the week. Good to see Aaron Judge healthy and playing well. Uh, again, the Yankees are eliminated from yep. the playoffs, so they're not playing for anything, but it is good to see one of the best players in the game and one of the faces of baseball playing really good baseball. Juan Soto wrapping up your outfield. Yeah, another Padre. Uh, killed it this week. 455, two homers, nine RBIs, on base over 500. Uh, just on base over half the time this week. Again, just too little too late for the Padres. Yep. All right, moving to designated hitter, J.D. Martinez. Yeah, J.D. killed it this week. Uh, 400, five homers, 12 RBIs, slugged over 1,000 <laughs> on the week. Um yeah, he's been huge to that Dodgers lineup mm-hmm. since since he came back from that injury. Yep. Uh, just came back and acted, and it was like he didn't miss a beat. And uh, yeah, he, he killed it. Starting pitcher Hunter Green. He just punched out the world <laughs> yeah. the other day. It was uh, Wednesday, seven innings pitched, struck out fourteen guys, career high, just one earned run, three hits, one walk. Was throwing 101 miles an hour late in the game. He had the fastball and the off speed pitches all working. It was just. Nasty. It was an absolute mm. clinic for Hunter Green. And uh, yeah, I watched that entire game and it was fun to watch him go to work for sure. And it, it's unfortunate that he missed a good chunk of time this yeah. year because I think we'd be singing a little bit different story for the Reds, perhaps, if all their pitchers stayed healthy. Unfortunately, injuries happen over the course of 162. Happened to him and he's one of the best pitchers in baseball when he's locked in. Very raw, young. Mm-hmm. But he throws 100-plus with really good off-speed stuff. And when he's on, yeah. he can be one of the best pitchers in baseball. I feel like that's kind of the theme of the Reds this year. Very young, very raw, yeah. but very talented. Yeah. So that's a good future. So let's close things out with your closing pitcher, Jose Alvarado. Yep, two saves on the week and a hold. Three innings pitched, zero earned runs, uh, five strikeouts in those three innings, and one hit. Jose Alvarado, fun fact, had to bunt off of him in the minor leagues. He was lefty that was throwing over 100 miles an hour and at the time really didn't know where it was going. (laughs) Probably the most uncomfortable at bat that I've ever had. And then I I hear that I have to bunt and yeah, then you just poop your pants a little bit at the plate. I didn't need that visual, but thank you. I uh, did not get the bunt down. Uh Uh-huh. I I figured. I think I took the first pitch, called it a strike. I think I attempted at the second one, fouled it back, 0-2 count, Mm. singled through the left side. I ended up oh, with a hit, but right. yeah, 
not a fun at bat. So that was a success. Yeah, it's a great yeah, success. It's a great that's, success. That's my closer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Player of the week. Who All you right. got? My player of the week this week is JD Martinez for what he uh, did at the the most RBIs, 12 RBIs on the week, five homers on the week is just ridiculous and yep. hit 400 while doing it. Uh, talked about him obviously on team of the week, but uh, a great week for JD Martinez. <sighs> I also have JD Martinez as my player of the week. It's it's hard not to when you have a guy hitting five home runs and twelve RBI and batting four hundred. It just it was the clear favorite. Yep. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That does it for uh, team of the week and player of the week and both of our players of the week. Alex, yep. it is time for this week's new and improved power rankings. Talk Let's move. Stage, grab my bat so I have something to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a good bit of movement here. Obviously, coming down the stretch, there's a lot going on in the baseball world. And yep. a, a lot of teams playing really well at the right time and a few teams that we mentioned that are not playing well at yeah. this current time. And uh, I'm just going to, little foreshadowing, these power rankings, there were some movements, big movements that um, aligned with what's been happening. Lately. Yeah, a lot of movement in the middle, but starting at number 10... Staying there, the D-backs. Yeah, D-backs stayed put. Uh, they're still within reach of, they're still in that second wild card spot. The yeah. Cubs are right on their heels. Cubs had a really good weekend series, uh, but I still took the, the D-backs and, and just I just kept them where they are. Okay. D-backs are looking good, kept them there. At number nine, also staying at number nine, the Twins. Yep, Twins stayed here as well. Uh, winners of the AL Central, congratulations mm -hmm. to the Minnesota Twins. They are back in the playoffs. They're 83 and 73. Don't sleep on the Twins I know. in October. I know they haven't done a lot of winning in October over the past many years, but with the pitching staff the way it is, Sonny Gray is probably having the most underrated elite season of any pitcher in baseball this year. Um, Pablo Lopez as well, Joe Ryan, that pitching staff is really capable of shutting down an offense, and if they get, a, if they get any offense, they're mm -hmm. going to be a problem. All right, at number eight, down one spot, the Blue Jays. Yeah, Blue Jays are, I think, in a in a good position to make the playoffs. They're 87 and 69. Uh, didn't really bump them down much of because of what they did, but it's yes. more just all the movement that you mentioned in the middle of the pack. Yep. But yeah, Blue Jays here at number eight. At number seven, also down one spot, the Brewers. Yep, Brew Crew, 88 and 68. Um, they are winners of the NL Central. Back in the playoffs again, and again, the, the Brewers and Twins kind of feel similar. Both yep. Central Division winners, both can pitch really well. Both are kind of dependent on can you get any offense from your offense yeah. <laughs> in October? Because you look, you, you, you just don't want to run into a rotation of you know Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, mm -hmm. in, in the playoffs, and then a back into the bullpen with Devin Williams and nasty back into the bullpen. You don't want to do that. But Milwaukee down one again. I will say this: it is not because of anything they did, but more to do with who is in front of them. Yeah, at number six, they were not ranked last week, the Texas Rangers. Yeah, the, the Rangers uh, have taken everything back into their control, right? Mm -hmm. And the Rangers were up up here for a while this year, right? Yeah. In the top three, four they area were. for a while, and then just slowly bumped them down and down and down and further until they were completely out. Mm -hmm. Well, they're back. They did exactly what they needed to do. Best case scenario for them in the biggest series all year long was sweeping the Seattle Mariners. They're now winning the AL West by 
a good a yeah. good bit. I mean, they, they went in with the exact same record as the Mariners going into that weekend series. Yeah. And then both the Mariners and Astros got swept and they whoop, went right up. Yep. So they're leaders of the ALS sitting pretty to win that division and playing really good baseball right now. So I bumped them back up a good yeah. bit in, in the power rankings. That's fair. All right, let's go to your top five. Starting at number five, up three spots, the Phillies. Yeah, the Phillies are on a winning streak. The offense feels like it's clicking on all cylinders right now. Uh, That offense is dangerous. And this is the best that offense has been all year long. Trey Turner, for the majority of the year, wasn't very great. Until the standing ovation. Also, uh, I think it was today. I think it was fan appreciation, or on Sunday, fan appreciation in Philly. And Trey Turner had some, like, really nice words for the crowd Aww. and like how much that that place means to him and and how it helped turn his season around and it really did yeah and it turned that offense around when he got going 87 and 69 they are going to be a wild card team but a very very dangerous wild card team for sure the power of positivity that's what the fan philly fans did for trey turner and i love that all right let's move to number four the rays staying at number four 95 and 62 for the Tampa Bay Rays, sitting pretty right here, still uh-huh. not, you know, not up, not down. Yep. They're going to be in the playoffs. Uh, it is still within reach, the mm-hmm. AL East to a degree. That yeah. They could still make it happen. Big couple. They do have to play that. They play the Blue Jays here down the stretch, which is going to be a big series for mm-hmm. both of those teams. Uh, especially the Rays are in, but if they yeah. want to win the division, they're going to have to to sweep some of the games down here in, in the stretch run. But 95 and 62, outside chance of getting to 100? We shall see, but they stayed put at number four. Moving to top three, these were the first three teams to clinch the Dodgers at number three. Yeah, Dodgers staying put here, 95 and 59. Uh, really, really, really good season. Concerns in, in, of the pitching in, in the postseason, but they can outslug anybody mm-hmm. and everybody on any given night. And... Uh, you know what I think they should do? I think Bobby Miller should get the ball in game one, tell the kid that you're our yeah. guy. He's got the playoff stuff. I love Bobby Miller, and uh, I think he should be the guy that if if they go if they go on a run, yep. I think that guy. should be because Bobby Miller is your guy, and uh, this would be a good postseason to let him uh, take off the reins. Let Exciting him go. Story let too. Bobby Miller be, uh, be what he, it appears he is. So. All right. At number two, the Orioles. Yeah, the O's are 97 and 59. Magic number dwindling down every single day to win the AL East. They're a couple games ahead of the Rays as we head into the last week of this season. Mm-hmm. The O's are great. I'm really excited to watch the O's in the playoffs. And I, you know. First playoff first since 2016. It's yeah. exciting. And selfishly, I would love to go back to Camden Yards and the ALCS. And ben wants to go to the birdbath. We I just, all know that. I love I love that stadium. <laughs> it's one of my favorite stadiums. It's close to home. Uh-huh. Uh, just a great, great spot. And yeah, but mostly I just want to sit in the birdbath. Yeah, we know. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Number one, the Braves. Yeah, Braves are still the best team in baseball. Uh, this is not going to change uh, for the rest of the season. First team in baseball to 100 wins. They're 156. 100 and 56, not yeah. 156, yeah, yeah, yeah. in case anybody had any confusion at all. Just needed it to clarify that. that. Uh, best lineup in baseball, top to bottom, great pitching. Charlie Morton being out for the NLDS does hurt them, uh, but they are certainly talented enough to, yeah. to push through that. And uh, yeah, first team to 100 wins. We will not see many this year, which is something I predicted at the beginning of the season because of the travel and the opponents and all uh-huh. that stuff. But 
Uh, the Braves did end up getting there, dominated the NL East all year long, and have dominated the game of baseball all year long, really, as well. So top 10, D-backs, Twins, Blue Jays, Brewers, Rangers, Phillies, Rays, Dodgers, Orioles, and the Atlanta Braves rounding out this week's top 10. And the ranking. final week of regular season baseball, guys. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. It feels like just yesterday we were at the World Baseball Classic. Watching. I know. Yesterday's a stretch. I don't like that saying. It doesn't feel like yesterday. But it feels like fairly yeah. recently that we were down there in Miami uh, celebrating with Lars Nootbaar down on the field when, <laughs> yeah. when they were walking off uh, in the World Baseball Classic. But thank you for listening to this Monday episode of Flippin' Bats. Big, big week in baseball and everything you need to know, everything you could possibly want to know, we will talk about it here on Flippin' Bats throughout this entire week. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, including YouTube. You can watch everything we do at Flippin' Bats Pod. For all of them. But that does it for this Monday episode. Until tomorrow, my friends, peace.